11 past 10. So the South African Local Government Association this week, uh, in fact, yesterday and the day before yesterday, held um, a national members assembly in Egruleni at the Betchwood Hotel, which was attended by leaders and stakeholders in local government across the country. And the main issue of the gathering was to look at what the vision of local government was and what has since transpired over the years. And speaking at that gathering, Salga's president, Beges Tofile, said that while remaining mindful and appreciative of the progress made by the sector, there should be a reminder that at the time of the development of the new democratic system of local government, certain policy assumptions were made as to what the system would focus on and how it would be resourced and supported. So for our Municipal Watch feature today, we thought to touch on the outcomes of the conference and also to look at the role that South plays in helping municipalities deliver um, the much-needed service uh, to communities. So to educate us on what happened at uh, that um, uh, National Members Assembly, uh, we invited Councillor Samgelo Janda. He plays the role of Chair for Governance and Intergovernmental Relations Working Group at uh, Salga. Councillor Samgelo, Good morning. Thank you so much for your time. Your reflections, first and foremost, on uh, the two days that just ended of uh, the National Members Assembly uh, of the South African Local Government uh, Association this week. Uh, thanks very much, uh, KGs. Uh, good morning to you and good morning to the uh, listeners of SAFM. Indeed, uh, Salga had um, the National Members' Assembly uh, over two days as directed by the Constitution of Salga. Um, that um, uh, in between the term, uh, there has to be a, a Members' Assembly where we reflect um, on the programs that we have developed um, uh, and passed during our National Conference and uh, as well to see what programs have we advanced since then uh, going forward. So uh, in this conference, uh, Cages, we were expecting to see uh, our 257 uh, member municipalities, Uh, but it was uh, good that uh, the turnout was about 200 um, municipalities that attended. Uh, with the um, attendees about uh, 1,050, uh, which in terms of that attendance, we was um, we could categorize it as a, a, a successful and national members' assembly. But over and above that, uh, the discussions and the debates that ensued uh, during uh, the members' assembly were very encouraging. Um, they were also pointing. Uh, to some of the things that we really need to put emphasis on uh, so that we can improve and better the lives of our communities. You have also indicated that the theme of that um, uh, 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 assembly was that um, we were reflecting on the 25 years uh, we have traversed uh, since 1998, uh, the advent of the, the White Paper on Local Government. And we were asking a pertinent question as to are we on course and uh, driven in building a sustainable, responsive, and people-centered local government. 
and as you would understand, um, there were mixed uh, reactions in terms of um, responding to the question because uh, you would understand that uh, there is a remarkable uh, a mark that has been made in terms of uh, providing infrastructure, providing services to our communities. But at the same time, we acknowledge that there are uh, still enormous uh, challenges that we are faced with as, as, as the local government sector or municipalities in the country. So that was the reflection that we were making. And uh, we were blessed in the meeting uh, that we had uh, international guests uh, who were also able to share their own experiences and also learning from us as, as the local government in South Africa. At the same time, we had the Minister of Kokta, uh, Mamunga Dimeng, and also the Deputy Minister, um, uh, Pax Tau, who were both of them, um, uh, the, who are both um, uh, former uh, presidents of Salga. And um, so we were very happy because uh, we could also as well tap to their um, uh, 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 knowledge and experience and also now relating to the new portfolios that they have been given. And also the, um, the former CEO of Salga, uh, Mr. Kolile George, who has spent more than uh, 16 years in the association, and now has moved to the uh, parliament, national parliament, to be the secretary to the parliament, so that um, he could as well be able to reflect uh, on how local government uh, has evolved. As I indicate, that he has been in the in the sector for 15 years, uh, but at the same time, also give us an opportunity of how he sees things now that he has moved. Uh, into the national sphere, um, especially on the legislative side. Uh, so we were having such um, uh, uh, well-resourced people uh, in the in the meeting, including uh, the national chairperson of the House of Traditional Leaders and 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 the coalition uh, leaders um, uh, in our midst, and um, uh, political analysts, uh, people who are going to tell us uh, as they see things uh, so that um, we are able, when we make our reflections in our commissions, we are able to also think about those issues that were raised uh, by these um, um, uh, profound people that participated um, uh, in the grant debate, which was very very robust uh, cages and uh, that uh, grand debate. Yeah. So, so I so mean, we, we were not in the room, but I mean, ultimately, it's 25 years since the uh, that white paper, the 1998 white paper on local government. And one of the questions that you were meant to ask your to ask yourselves is whether or not uh, you're on cause uh, on track in terms of uh, you know driving and building a very sustainable and and, and people-centered local government. What answers did you give yourselves when you asked that question as you reflected on the 25 years since the white paper? Thanks very much, Kajis. As, as I said earlier on, is that uh, we acknowledged uh, the progress that we have made and many speakers also acknowledged uh, uh, the fact that there is a lot that has happened since 1998. 
uh, in terms of uh, provision of infrastructure, uh, in terms of providing uh, services to our communities. But at the same time, we also acknowledge, uh, Kages, that uh, there are challenges um, uh, 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 that we are still faced with. As, as we traverse this road uh, of transformation in local government. And maybe we, we, we talk, um, I want to go to break, maybe we talk specifically about those uh, challenges because ultimately uh, local government is in a precarious position on on virtually all the fronts, right? And it's it's exacerbated by many things. It's exacerbated, yeah. those challenges are exacerbated by low economic activity, uh, the erosion of municipal revenue, uh, you know, uh, things that you didn't anticipate, like uh, coalition arrangements uh, that have come into pass. So I want us to delve uh, much deeper into these challenges and hear from you the kind of solutions or and or proposals that came out of your two-day gathering. So I'm going to go to a quick commercial break then and then come back. We're talking to Councillor Samgelo Janda, who's the Chair of Governance and Intergovernment relations working group at Salga because Salga had a conference this week, um, a South African Local Government Association conference uh, for all its national members, 270-something, as you heard him say, at Eguruleni, and we'll continue our conversation with him in a short while. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide, leading the conversation. 23 minutes past 10 on SFM. If you just joined us, of course, Salga is who we're talking to uh, because uh, they this week held a, a national members assembly in Eguruleni at the Bedford Hotel, attended by leaders and stakeholders in local government. And at the center of their discussion was a reflection on uh, that white paper, uh, the white paper uh, on local government that um, had a theme, uh, sorry, that was written 25 years um, since the advent of the 1990, sorry, it is 25 years since the advent of the 1998 white paper on local government. Councillor Samgelo Janda is who we've been talking to. The role he played at Salga is the chair of governance and intergovernmental relations working group. I was at the point, Councillor, where I was asking about the challenges uh, and there are many on, on many fronts and, and how Salga at this point finds itself in a precarious position. So when you re- were reflecting on the challenges and they're varied, like I said, it's uh, municipalities that are struggling to generate uh, revenue and uh, ending up in, you know, financial distress. It is, you know, coalition, uh, 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 coalition governance systems that have created a lot of instabilities for many municipalities municipalities. When you were reflecting in the room as the varied stakeholders that you were, what did you make of those challenges and uh, how did you propose you would deal with them? Uh, Thanks again once more, uh, Kathy. Um, As we were reflecting on the white paper on local government, one of the fundamental issues that we're looking at was the funding model. The assumptions that were made uh, by the white paper um, was that um, municipal, municipalities as these entities that were created were 
um, um, uh, looked at uh, raising at about 90% of their own revenue. And um, an assumption was that um, uh, municipalities would be viable, uh, we would have an economy uh, uh, that would be up and running, and um, uh, at the same time, uh, that at least you would get uh, grant funding from National just to complement those uh, revenue streams that you were able to generate as the municipality. But the reality is, uh, uh, is that um, this is impossible, uh, also given the fact that uh, the economic conditions in the country uh, and in the world uh, in general are not permissible for um, municipalities to be able to generate. Because uh, what we see is the increase in the indigent register and uh, people are not working and as a result, it becomes very difficult uh, for municipalities to generate this kind of revenue. And we therefore, um, we were arguing on this point that we really need um, uh, to, to relook on the funding model. And fortunately, Casey, we are not raising it for the first time. And last year, when we had the local government summit, the matter was raised where the president was also in, in, in attendance. And uh, as a result of that engagement and the continuous engagement uh, with uh, National was to set a, a committee that is going to look into this thing. And Salga uh, was expected then to make contribution in terms of how we can shape that. So that is part one, looking into uh, the funding model. And we have talked a, a lot about that because most of the services that we have to uh, uh, depend on the revenues that municipalities are able to generate. The second thing that we looked at, Kathy, was the issue of governance uh, in municipalities, looking into how we um, uh, enhance the public participation of our communities, because municipalities, in terms of how they are defined in the legislation, uh, they are composed or constituted by communities, by political representatives and the administration. And uh, often uh, times you would find that uh, communities are complaining, communities uh, uh, are complaining that they are not being involved in the affairs of the municipalities. And when even the objects of local government uh, are very profound in terms of ensure, uh, uh, requiring municipalities uh, to involve communities um, in, the, in the affairs, uh, of their uh, local uh, uh, municipalities. So we were also looking into that. But again, we were also looking into matters of accountability and oversight, which we also see um, as a problem. And when you look into the audit outcomes uh, from the Auditor General, they, they, they also reflect if, uh, this, 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 this matter. Even though you would see that at least there are pockets of excellence in municipalities. For instance, looking at about 145 municipalities, if you combine those that have uh, obtained clean audits as well as those who are on the unqualified uh, audit opinions. But we are worried uh, in our um, uh, uh, intentions, it would be better if all municipalities would be on the side of unqualified audit opinions. But the reality is that we are not yet there. And we have emphasized this point 
in the in the in the in the in the commission and we were saying we need to focus and even in the grand debate we need to focus more on the preventative uh, controls so that we are able to identify uh, internal control deficiencies or the root cause of the problems detect those problems and over and above that we must as well ensure that there are consequences uh, uh, for 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 wrongdoing and the other point that was also raised was that we must use a the approach which uh, people call carrot and stick approach we must incentivize those municipalities that are continuously uh, showing uh, good governance uh, in their institutions and at the same time we must discourage those who are uh, uh, performing poorly in the municipalities that yeah. is why we talk about carrot and stick uh, 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 approach. approach. So I, I want to ask you to pause because uh, I have to. I want to ask you to pause because I have to go to news headlines. But I also want you to think about, uh, you know, explaining to me the issue of the funding models uh, that you want changed. Because even indigent communities in South Africa, and there are many of them, like you rightfully says, still expect for services to be delivered. They want water, uh, you know, proper sanitation. They want uh, electricity. So I want to hear the proposal around the funding model that you want to put on the table. We'll continue our conversation with uh, uh, Councillor Samgelo Janda in a short while. It's 10.31 and Musa standing by with the news headlines. Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. So we're reflecting on uh, the South African Local Government Association holding a National Members Assembly in Eguruleni yesterday and the day before yesterday at Betchwood, attended by leaders and stakeholders uh, in the local government sphere across the country, government ministers, many varied uh, people were in the room. And we're talking with Councillor Samuel Ojanda, and he is the chair of Governance and Intergovernmental Relations Working Group in Salga. And and you, you spoke, uh, Councillor uh, Samgelo, on the funding model. One of the, you know, the things that you brought on the table is that you need for the funding model to change uh, because you say too many households or too many communities in South Africa are indigent. indigent. And I wanted to ask, uh, what, what funding model are you proposing considering that, uh, you know, these indigent uh, communities still expect for services to be delivered? to them. Uh, they want water, proper sanitation, electricity, etc. Thanks once again, I mean, Cages. Uh, let's start it from this point uh, that currently the funding model, one, it depends on the, on the population at a particular municipality. It also depends on the revenue that the municipality is able to generate. Secondly, and we are we are contesting this uh, fact because people are, migra- are migrating; they are moving from one place to another place, which then disadvantages other municipalities. Uh, so that w- now, when your formula then depends on population, um, it means you would have municipalities that would not be able uh, to deal with the historical backlogs. Uh, that we have in the country. You would have municipalities that will not be able uh, to deal with the development uh, initiatives that they would want to undertake because of the constraints 
of the allocations that you would have as a municipality so that you can facilitate such development. Uh, is that currently we have about 9.1% which is allocated to the local sphere of government based on this assumption that municipalities would then be able to generate own revenue. And the rest then belongs to the province and national. And we are saying people who are at the coalface, if we all agree that local government municipalities are at the coalface of service delivery, for us, it means you must change uh, this formula. You must change the way in which uh, you allocate your resources. Hence, we were very uh, happy when the president um, agreed to establish a committee that will look into details and even the fiscal commissions to look into uh, this matter uh, so that we can come up with the best uh, formula that would be able to be accommodative of the current challenges that we are faced as municipalities. Yeah. But at the same time, we are also encouraging municipalities um, uh, to promote local economic development initiatives so that we can attract investors in our spaces. Uh, because if we in- attract uh, investors, it means then you would have um, a-, a broadened tax base as a municipality. Um, so municipalities must deal with the red tape, because in other instances, uh, business people or investors, they give up uh, because they are being thrown from pillar to post um, for something that probably could have taken a month or three, and you find out it takes about nine months or a year. And probably that person might lose interest at the time that you think uh, now you are, you, you, you are then uh, 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 at the stage of, of awarding uh, uh, such uh, 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 business uh, proposals to these people. So we, we are looking at various uh, options, but the fundamental issue is that what we are getting uh, from the national fiscal, the formula that is being used must be reviewed so that it takes into consideration uh, the current uh, challenges that we are faced as a country and the realities um, uh, 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 that we are, we are faced with. Okay. We also have some questions uh, uh, before we continue with my questions, uh, Councillor Samgelo, and those questions come from our listeners. I hope you have a a pen ready to note them down so that you can respond to their voice notes. Here are those voice notes. Good morning, KG and your listeners. Please ask your guest. When you say, is local government on track? Can he answer in a very straightforward manner? With the challenges that they acknowledge they have, can they say they are still on track in terms of what they are mandated to do as local government? For me, that overall conclusion is very important because I can tell you now, where most South Africans are, they feel that they have lost the plot. That's the first part. The second part for me is, as Salga, do they think that they are doing enough to reel in their member municipalities? Do they think that they are doing enough to support municipalities? How do municipalities get so off track when there is SALGA uh, uh, that is there, uh, providing the necessary support? Unless SALGA itself has lost the plot. 
so those are for me the critical questions and critical reflections that they should have done over the the two days and one then therefore hopes they were able to come up with conclusions as well as come up with a clear cause of action of what needs to be done to turn the situation around the situation is bad to say there are a few challenges here and there uh, is an understatement. The situation right now is very bad. And at some point, it's very correct. At some point, we were very much on the right path. But right now, we've lost the plot. Good morning, morning KG. You know, Solga can meet and meet and meet as many times as they want. The problem is that the government is not creating an environment conducive for job creation. They're doing nothing except sticking their hands into the cookie jar and then putting the money into their own pockets. You have a situation where our economy is going down. We're losing jobs. Our population is growing at an enormous rate of 1.5 million a year. Service delivery pressures are increased. The money that the municipalities get is going down because all the people born don't have jobs, but the communities are growing, and the unions all want increased salaries. Where's the money coming from? Good morning to you, KG. I'm listening to your guest from Salga there. I think he's having a stab in the dark. He knows very well for many, many years now, over three decades, many municipalities are dysfunctional. So uh, whatever intervention he has been taking or, or Salga has been taking as a body, uh, it's come to Zulch, Zero, Mahala. Thank you, Frank Maritzburg. Hey, good morning, this is KG, cool from Kukombo. Hey, there was a joke in the former liberation movements of Southern Africa about the ANC military wing. The, the joke went like that every time that they would receive briefings about uh, a possibility of launching an attack, other liberation movements would act on that uh, briefing and liberate their countries. Whereas with the ANC, they would first call consultative meetings. And by the time they are done with consultative meetings, the Boers would have uh, advanced and reinforced their positions. So there is nothing that is going to come out of that talk shop of Salga because the people who are in attendance there are the same people why the helm of the collapse of municipalities? Thank you. So, I mean, you know, some hard questions, and I want to give you time now, Councillor Samgelo Janda, uh, to respond. Some hard questions, but some valid questions from citizens. Do you want to respond? Yes, yes, KG. Uh, thanks very much, and thanks to the uh, uh, listeners. I think the first question was about uh, whether we can precisely say we are on track as uh, municipalities or local government. And um, the answer that I have provided is that uh, we are on track because if you can go and look even in other institutions uh, that are doing assessment in terms of uh, how the service delivery has been uh, uh, provided, like uh, the states of South Africa, you will be able to see uh, when they make the assessment from 1994 uh, or before and up to uh, this period, you see how uh, we have moved in terms of providing uh, these uh, services to communities. That is why we are saying 
we are on track, but we cannot pretend as if there are no challenges. There are challenges uh, that are confronting the local government. Uh, but see, now we are uh, convinced that um, uh, we are on track and uh, we are basing that on the uh, empirical evidence that is provided by institutions that are making an assessment. We are not yet there, but there is a progress uh, that has been made. That, that has been made. Salga well, is not doing enough to support municipalities. And uh, how can municipalities lose track if then Salga uh, is there providing that support? That is also a very good question in terms of understanding the roles uh, that are played between Salga and the member municipalities. In terms of the constitution, the the municipalities have constitutional rights um, to um, uh, execute. Uh, They also have constitutional rights uh, to be to legislate on on, on matters uh, that uh, 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 relate to municipalities. But Salga, in terms of how uh, uh, is, 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 is composed, and in terms of the constitution, Salga uh, does not have executive authority over municipalities. Our mandate as Salga is that we are a representative body uh, of municipalities. Uh, that is why we call these uh, mandatory um, uh, meetings through these structures, so that we listen to the voice of these municipalities, and then we represent them in all uh, intergovernmental relations platform. Uh, we advocate on behalf of these municipalities, and um, we advise municipalities and provide support. And municipalities, even in that meeting, were able to say that uh, now they are beginning to see the role that is being played by Salga when we make reflections uh, in terms of how we are doing uh, this job. Capacity building. Uh, Salga is also um, uh, uh, based on the uh, uh, high-skilled personnel, which is then assisting municipalities and it is also engaging institutions of higher learning and developing programs that are targeting municipalities to build up their capacity as identified during a diagnostic uh, reports that we do in municipalities. But KG, the, 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 the problem that we experience as the, as, as the association is that at times you would provide this, you would want to provide the support, but you only depend on whether that particular municipality that you want to support welcomes the support. Yeah. So uh, we, we depend on persuasions, we depend on uh, on influencing our municipalities because the structural arrangement is such that Salga he has no executive authority over municipalities. Um, it is a representative of these municipalities uh, to provide this kind of uh, advices that I'm talking about and support to municipalities. Yeah, I find it strange, Councillor, and, and I've been listening very intently, uh, you know, uh, from uh, when we started talking about how uh, throughout our almost 30 or over 30 minute conversation, the word corruption has not even surfaced. And I think that we know as a fact that there's corruption in many 
many municipalities around South Africa. But I'll deal with that when I come back from this call. Uh, there's a caller in Durban who wants to engage you. Rob, good morning. Good morning. So I just want to make one or two comments. I've come to the question, and I also have a proposal, or some proposals. Firstly, I just want to uh, acknowledge a patriot to Raymond Ackerman. That man had an idea. He fulfilled that idea. Similarly, the ANC had an idea, and it took them 100 years to achieve democracy. When they, we came into a democracy, a President Mandela, and may God, may he so rest in peace. He's Rob, we were hoping you'd talk about Salga, but uh, we also lost you even way before you ended up talking about Salga. Speaking of corruption, uh, 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 Councillor, I'll yeah. ask you. I'll ask you this uh, one uh, question first on behalf of a listener who wrote okay. in from from Cape Town. His his name is uh, Chris. He's in Tokai in Cape Town. He writes on the WhatsApp line. Says, "Hi, KG. Your guest from Salga needs to be honest with you and the listeners." Corruption within the majority of these municipalities uh, and metros is big. Uh, uh, is a big eroder. Sorry, of budgets. Second point is gross incompetent staff complement, especially at senior level. At the ground, it's worst with the quality of councillors. Then they promise free services that the government had been failing to do in the last thirty years. And when I and others tell them that. Democracy was a very expensive process that required structures and systems to be supported by a policy framework that is implementable. We are dismissed as clever blacks. They can develop the funding models until they are blue in the face, but they won't get it right until the above-mentioned value uh, uh, variables are addressed fully and correctly by competent people. It's Chris in in Tonka, and it sums up a lot of the messages that have come through. Issues of incompetency, issues of uh, corruption. And I want to hear your response, uh, Councillor, to Chris in Tonkai. Thanks very much, uh, KG, and uh, thanks to the the listeners again. Yes, I was going, if if you remember at uh, one stage when we were going on break, I was talking about governance issues. So I started with public participation, and then I was I, I started about accountability, which was, I was basing on the fact that um, we know that um, there are issues of maladministration, there are issues of corruption in municipalities that we cannot deny, because the reports of the Auditor General uh, are able to expose uh, such things. That is why we dealt with this matter extensively even in the in the MMMA and we we we, we even further said that uh, we need uh, to enhance the oversight structures we have programs that uh, you would remember it, uh, previously we didn't have MPEX as being uh, um, legislated uh, in the in the structures act now we have those structures being legislated so that they are empowered to do a little bit more we have municipal uh, disciplinary boards that have been established in the previous term uh, because all those issues are acknowledging that there are things that are going wrong in municipalities. Um, as a result, we are enhancing 
all those strategies to ensure that uh, we tighten up. And we were also calling upon, because uh, this matter, it requires a combination of efforts. We were also even calling upon political parties who deploy uh, the public representatives in municipalities to also have a close monitoring to their deployees uh, in those institutions. Uh, and whilst, uh, 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 whilst we as the association are building and enhancing the structures of the oversight. Okay, let me ask you to just pause. Uh, let, let me ask you to pause because I have to go to break and then you can finish your thought process when we come back from break. Let's have the conversation. WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. Good morning, good morning, KG and the listeners and the guest. KG, can you please ask our guest? I'm staying at squatter camp. When I go and pay rent, they will ask each other, I, how much must he pay? Then you ask them, how much must I pay? What is the system saying? You can pay anything, anything you can pay. Then when you come back, they say your rent, it's 950 per month. Squatter camp with no streets, it's mud all over. Thank you. Good morning, KG. I hope you're well. I, I highly doubt we will get the, the astute businessman to the likes of Mr. Ackerman and Mr. Maponia uh, again. You know, the, the, the tenacity and the perseverance and the humbleness. And, and just they are both people's persons. Nowadays, like you say, get the entrepreneurs. But in any case, um, KG, in terms of Salga, I, I don't know why we still have that body. I mean, for years and years and years, our municipalities is, 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 is in decay. What are they doing? What are they function? They go into Birdsmoor Hotel to what to do to eat uh, fancy fancy meals. When are these people gonna hold these municipalities accountable and get and fire them? When? What is what's the use of Salga? Hi KG, if I may just ask our guest there from uh, Salga, there was a recent judgment uh, that I read over the weekend uh, where a rates uh, or property owners. Uh, body took a certain municipality to court uh, uh, over a lack of or no services and uh, they were i think uh, if i'm correct they were thinking about uh, depositing uh, the money into a, a separate uh, trust account uh, until uh, they get uh, the necessary uh, relief from the municipality but this judgment uh, went against them and, and said that uh, if they do uh, a deposit uh, rates money into a separate account, uh, the municipality would not be able to function and uh, uh, offer uh, uh, other services uh, to other uh, uh, residents uh, of that particular town. So can we please get some comment uh, from our guests if he knows about this judgment. Thank you, Frank Maritzburg. On track, how, KG, how, as the service delivery, isaketa abatandoayo, isaketa indao, is nekimbilbusayo. On track, how, KG, please ask the guest. Thank you. Do you want to respond, Councillor? Yes, 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 KG. Thanks very much. Just to finish up on the first part of the corruption and what we do 
uh, to strengthen um, our uh, institutions. One of the things that we have lifted uh, for in the past uh, or in the previous uh, term and up to uh, March this year was the issue of professionalizing local government. Um, so that um, uh, uh, some of these things you are because I spoke about uh, preventative uh, measures that we need uh, also to employ. So part of professionalizing the local government seeks to deal uh, with these uh, ills uh, that we are we, we are picking up uh, in local government. Uh, so that issues of ethics um, uh, uh, they run uh, into the fiber of of, of municipalities. The second thing is that we are not at all um, encouraging uh, the wrongdoings in municipalities and corruption in particular. That is why we say those who are found to be on the wrong side of the law, the law must take its course uh, and they must face the consequences um, of being on the wrong side of the law. And we are also now beginning to see the impact of the amendments into the Auditor General's Act uh, that uh, empowers them now uh, uh, to deal with uh, the material irregularities if municipalities are not following up on those matters. Uh, so these are measures that are beginning now to shape uh, municipalities to the right direction. Then um, coming on the issue of the functionality of SALGA, and uh, why would uh, SALGA allow municipalities to uh, uh, do uh, to go uh, astray? And I think I've attempted to answer that, that um, SALGA is not the executive uh, organ. It does not play the executive role over municipalities. Our main mandate as SALGA is a, to be a representative body of municipalities is to advocate on behalf of municipalities, is to be the employer body for municipalities, is to advise and support municipalities, is to provide capacity to municipalities so that they are able um, uh, to to discharge their responsibilities. Yeah. So there is no legislative provision that would empower SALGA to take action over uh, municipalities. Hence, yeah. part of the legislative reviews we were considering uh, because we are getting these uh, calls now and again and we're saying probably part of the legislative review of a law reform uh, reforms which are uh, underway, probably these are some of the things that we would need uh, to lift up. Yeah. Unfortunately, we've run out of time, though, uh, and have uh, an influx of questions from our listeners. I'm sure the producers will call you for a part two of this very necessary conversation. Councillor Samgelo Janda is the chair of governance and intergovernmental relations working group at Salga. It's 11.01. It's news time.